0: Welcome to Get Offset. My name is Emily.
1: I'm Joan of Heart.
0: And I just realized this koozie actually has the Vintage King logo on the bottom of it, too.
1: Really? Mm.
0: Yeah, if you haven't checked out Vintage King, this is not a sponsored spot, but um, I have a friend who works there and I got a little care package. Aww. They're, they're a retailer. Of... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're wondering, they're, they're an e-retailer um, and they sell guitars. Nice guitar stuff well oh well um yeah so technology has gotten super weird and a lot of the things that we were worried about happening with uh our robot overlords seem to be coming to a bit of a head uh for those watching i do apologize for whatever the hell is happening with my uh screen but
1: (laughs) Sorry, It, is, it um, is the overlords that we are speaking of. They are trying to disrupt this yeah. conversation right now on the YouTube
0: They're <laughs> They're glitching out on me pretty hard. <laughs> but what, of course, we're talking about is the AI. Now there is like AI created art, which builds, you know, it, what it kind of reminds me of um, is when like what we got for you for... Your birthday, the image that's like your dogs. Or I'm sorry, like your cats. They also yep. people also do dogs, and then it's yep. kind of on like a stock body, but it is actually painted. That's yeah, right yeah, there. You can, if you're watching. you can see it
1: behind me. If you're watching the YouTube video, I'm pointing yeah. to it. You can see what was made for me. And again, thank you guys all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so th- I've seen this a lot on TikTok where it's like basically a filter and you hold the camera up to your face and it gives you something that approximately looks like you. I think mine hmm. makes me look like 15 years younger and I don't mean that in a good way.
1: Yeah. Um, never it, AI cannot get my face right no matter what app I've ever mm-hmm. used and I don't like using them. But anytime that I've been curious and I've looked at it, they've never, ever gotten my face right.
0: I think it's like using the front-facing camera. People say gives you a less accurate yes. because or like this.
1: squinting. They're like, yeah, I've seen people yeah, talk like, about yeah, the ways.
0: <laughs> yeah, like squint and like make your mouth like. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did that too. It, <laughs> it was
1: a little closer, I will say.
0: The thing for me is like I always feel like it gets my eyes and my brows, and then the shape of my mm. face is wrong, and that's why I think it throws people off. But uh, that's we're getting farther away from it. But <laughs> Here we are. Yet, The gist is like there is AI art and for some of these, you can just plug in like a prompt and it spits out an image. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. You think about uh, mid journey. You think about uh, also like these uh, other ones like stable AI limited uh, these, you just type in a prompt and surprise, there is your image.
0: I feel like they often look quite ghoulish, like some you look uh, kind of okay from a distance, but if you start to look closer, eyes are pointing in the wrong directions, ears are different shapes, <laughs> yes. hands—it's like a
1: Monet. If,
0: if, yeah, if they don't, bl- but like cracked out Monet. <laughs> yes. If, if you look at the hands, they're either blurred or they have like eleven fingers.
1: Yes. Yes, a friend of mine yeah. who's a violinist did uh, a version of himself with a violin and like he looked like a mix between Aquaman but he had like eight fingers so I was like wow bro that's uh, that that's incredible what you probably can play with that hand.
0: <laughs> I saw somebody put in a hand missing a finger and it spit out it's like six fingers. Oh, oh no,
1: the six fingered man.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, Inigo Montoya should yes. know.
1: Prepare. Uh, prepare to die.
0: But this isn't specified to um, graphic artwork. We are getting to a point where I've had a lot of friends put into Chat GPT or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Write a whole Steady song, so that spits. It looks at the whole steady lyrics and spits out something that kind of seems like maybe Craig Finn, the the, the primary songwriter, could have written it. I find them to be bad. Um, I, I see a lot of people be like, "Oh, that's great! That's so cool." I've never I haven't seen one still that made me feel like it could have actually been a set of lyrics. So on that on that stand, on that front, I I feel pretty fine. I myself haven't seen any that make actual like the music part of a song. Have you?
1: No, I don't think I have yet. It's more been lyrics or if you're in marketing, like my partner now uses Jasper in which they've been using it like slogans or for social media coming up with, you know, copy or lines to generate easily. Um, So, I mean, I've seen some of that in that capacity, but not music.
0: Yeah. I actually was talking to a friend who had a bunch of credits and he was We were Mm -hmm. on a phone call together and like, well, let's let's have it see if it can write some content about ribbon microphones. Mm -hmm. And he he did say, like, it can get into more detail, more depth or whatever. But for the most part, everything I read was very surface level, very entry level. Uh, I don't think it is ever going to get the capacity to really replace writing from an expert. I just don't think it will.
1: No, and I agree with you, because before we got together, I go to Carlos, I was like, well, since you have Jasper, and it is a paid service, um, you know, let's see, let's ask it to make a song. It's not made for writing songs. It's definitely not. Um, And we, you know, he was like, he typed up, like, let's make a pop song about itself, Jasper, in the style of Britney Spears, and let's see if it can write a song. So... Obviously, we had to wait a little bit. The prompt came up, and then once it was to show, it had written. Yeah, a chorus isn't really that long. (laughs) And the way it was written, yeah, Yeah. Jasper cannot write a song to save its artificial life. Uh, It was pretty funny. And then we discovered, he's like, oh, I used... credits to do that sorry
0: <laughs> sorry for yeah, science For, for science, science. <laughs> you know I, I i have to imagine a lot of those things will get better yeah but uh yeah i, I think they're still pretty rough like i though i can see a, a ton of websites are going to get rid of the writers that they pay 25 bucks an article to and they're just gonna use ChatGPT gpt because those are content mills anyway they don't care about content being good they just care about it existing. And it's a numbers game for a lot of them. And if you're a gamer, there are websites that just pull like a Reddit post, like a random Reddit image, and then they make a whole like write 250 words on it. That a computer can do that. I have no qualms with a computer doing that. In fact, I think it's kind of bad that any writer on the planet is accepting such low-quality work, but um you gotta start somewhere. So I'm sympathetic. At the same time, I think it's often really bad content, and I really wish people would just not write for these awful websites.
1: Yeah. Um, and this, you bring up a good point because when this kind of first all came to a head and I watched a good portion of the AI debate that was in the UK with the Lords of Inquiry, um, talking about the creative challenges and what to do, um, when asked these business or corporations about what the intent, when you think about jingles with music and also with authors, they were like, well, We're already doing that. And we're good enough that they're all passable works. So, right now with capitalism, they don't care about the human element. They care about generating money. And if it's passable and the people don't really notice and they can keep doing that, they're going to.
0: Yeah. And I suspect that, like for content marketing agencies and any or writers and stuff like that, I I think there are going to be a lot of contracts. Uh, clauses contract clauses um that forbid the use of a writer or an agency using any sort of AI generation uh for their content because it's it's one a potential copyright nightmare um if you're using the copy that someone else wrote because I I, my guess is it's kind of rewriting existing copy It's, it's it's the automation of cribbing someone else's article which is a very common it's, thing that exists it's like that plagiarism right now, yes yeah it's like plagiarism but mm-hmm. like cribbing an article is extremely uh, and unfortunately normal and publications mm-hmm. we all redo it they'll see somebody else wrote it and they'll rewrite it they might throw in a hat tip but it, like as long as you throw in the hat tip it's kind of considered generally fine, um, to like read an article on guitar.com and be like, Oh, I should write about that also. That's just how a lot of writing works, but to automate it like that, you're still not going to be able to just immediately publish stuff. You need fact checkers. Uh, Steve Selvage, who has been on the show, um, my friend Kyle had a bio, had the chat GPT write uh, a bio for Steve, and it was conflating Steve with his dad. So it combined their careers because they're both guitarists. Sid played with Big Star. Steve plays with The Hold Steady. It talks about Steve Selvage starting his career in the 70s. I'm like...
1: Mm, that does yeah.
0: <laughs> one of these
1: things is yeah. not like the other.
0: Well, it's like um that song um Nashville Cats been playing since they's babies.
1: But
0: <laughs> Since they could hold a it. guitar. <laughs> it's a real song. It's a great song. Um yes. if you I I think the I don't know if the Love and Spoonful wrote it, but they definitely made it popular. So I, I just, you're still going to need a fact checker. You're going to need an yep. editor. You're probably going to need to put it through anti-plagiarism software. And like that, it, it will probably save a lot of time because someone was having to edit those content mail articles anyway. Actually, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, some of it doesn't look super duper edited. Yeah. They some some of
1: the ones that don't want to pay. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to pay someone to do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that BuzzFeed is probably going to, places like BuzzFeed are probably going to move to a lot of AI generated content. Probably, yeah. Because well, they make a lot of money. I am assuming on affiliate links. That's why you see those articles, like twenty things people are raving about on Amazon. They just look at top rated products and they make a list and they have their affiliate link to it. There is no reason you shouldn't automate that. Like from from a like a time perspective, if you have a good writer. Why don't you have them writing something that might actually rank well on Google? Makes sense. It does, but um, it's, it's unfortunate. that it's-
1: Yeah, I agree. And to take it back to what you were saying with the collati- uh, collective agreements, that actually... Towards when I was watching that uh, inquiry, that was one of the compromises that they were saying to come to a conclusion on of collective agreements with legal underpinnings for contracts to create a marketplace of works in publishing to try to... have kind of a framework for legal basis right now because it's still very much a wild west of what's going on and you think of these boundaries in regards to posthumous works like star wars and mm. carrie fisher you think about post you know uh stuff going on like with prince being an apparition of himself and tupac shakur and the families and the rights of their likeness and things being used without consent
0: and how and ghoulish that is, to be completely is.
1: honest, yeah. And and also you think about the implications of, let's say, deep fakes. They are so mm. realistic at times. Now you could frame someone of a crime. Like there really are some scary implications that if we don't have a legal framework, uh, this, this, this train is going to get rather interesting once it goes off the rails.
0: Yeah, it's just, does the government want to do their job in particular? Potentially protect people from uh, AI generated anything. Yeah. yeah, people and businesses. I mean, they'll definitely protect the businesses before the people. If we know anything about our government, I think regardless of what side you stand yes. on on, on, the, the, yes. on the spectrum, you can agree that the government's going to protect businesses before people. No, um, oh, they're
1: people too. Remember,
0: corporations are people. <laughs> Schmidt Um, But I. I was reading, I was reading some tweets about it, and mm. Tyler Mahan Co, who I just I think is very funny on Twitter. He's just like mm. a chronic shit poster on Twitter, but he <laughs> does the podcast "Cocaine and Rhinestones," another podcast called "Your Favorite Band Sucks." He's quite a talented writer and researcher. That's something that like it, that's not going to be automated anytime soon. Mm. And he he did make a point like if you are a writer and you're afraid of the AI taking away your ability to make a living then you're not much of a writer and from what i've seen from the content so far i do tend to agree with that kind of harsh statement Uh, if you are really afraid of um like the, the the machines that machine in particular taking away your job maybe just try to become a better writer make yourself um impossible to make it impossible for someone to replicate uh what you do and it is the kind of thing that if you are just kind of creating uh, content mill articles, or if you are just, let's bring it back to music, making kind of generic beats for stock photo, web, stock, like audio websites, like which is this. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. If, mm-hmm. if that's all, if that's all you're doing then um, that's probably automatable yeah. and maybe it's a good uh, idea to look into further developing those skills so that you can make Maybe a more um, unique impression But I I know that probably sounds kind of harsh But that's true I mean, how many songs from that Billie Eilish record Just use a beat from Logic or something? A lot of songs that are hits use those stock beats Use some stock sounds And people don't really complain about that I don't see, I didn't see anybody I forget which Billie Eilish song uses stock Logic I think Beats I didn't really I've never really seen anybody call that like hack shit. I've seen people like be like, whoa, how amazing is that that, that Billy and Phineas could take that B that we've all heard a thousand times and make it into a hit song. And that just goes to show I think there are opportunities for AI some AI generated sounds. I think that you could do like a building block kind of thing. And
1: I'll I'll springboard. Off of what you said and that Please. actually was the point of which I started to connect the dots in my own life of how much I already used artificial t- you know uh, intelligence like I use logic yes I use intuitive drummer because like I yeah. don't have a drum kit I have no room just look at my space there's no way um and yeah I mean to be able to control and make a song and do everything myself I also don't have the budget to like hire drummers sorry guys yeah. um and the time frame of coordination and scheduling But originally when it came to AI, when all this first started to come out, I was in very much a hard opposition of, and I have over the months shifted my kind of view and concept of it because in looking at Adobe and the things that I can do now, I can click on something like a person and just remove them from a background with content aware, which at first, yes, I had that whole like shit, my job, you know, like, but then I thought, you know what? The tedious nature that I would have spent hours with a pen tool taking that person out. Thank you. I can now focus on the high level of creative graphic aspect of my work and not waste hours of my life in the tedium of cutting that guy out. Like I can now focus on creating more creative and graphical stuff as opposed to getting bogged down.
0: And if your whole job was literally just like removing somebody from the background of a picture, yeah, your job is gone. Sorry. That that, that is unfortunate, but it's an opportunity for you because you already have those base level skills. If you're a writer, a musician, an artist, you already have those base level skills to hopefully, um, increase your offerings to do more, to learn more. And I think I almost would think of it as freeing if you can, instead of- Doing Mm -hmm. all that TDM, like we like, I use a tool called Content Harmony in my content marketing. And essentially, Mm. what it is, is I put in a keyword, whatever keyword I want, whatever I'm writing about to rank for, and it spits out not an article. But everything competitively, I need to know to rank well for that keyword. It tells me how many words I should use. It tells me how advanced my writing should be. It tells me what the intent of the article should be. It tells me what other people what uh, what other words people are using in that article, uh, in similar high ranking ones. It shows me the exact competitors, what kind of images they're using. It sh- it shows me what edu and gov links and news links I should consider linking to. It's yeah, powerful. It gives yeah. me everything I need, and it does it in a few minutes. It's not quite AI. But it is optimized, yeah. It's Mm -hmm. optimized. It's like I was having to spend so much time doing every single element of that before. I had to kind of guesstimate a word count. I had to guesstimate outlines. I had to go actually to Google and put in that keyword and see whoever who else is competing for it. And I had to make a lot of guesses. And now I can spend less of my time doing yep. that research that I hated. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how a lot of people who do feel positive things about the AI feels. Like, oh, you know, I used to have to, you know, actually go and crop somebody out and fill in the background <laughs> and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And now I can just click this where I used to have to do this to remove. We've been using AI and music production. for oh, yeah. So many. It's- like not necessarily AI, but kind of similar things like noise remover, removing sibilance. Mm-hmm. And audio um, too, yep. Yeah, EQing things.
1: Plugins. And,
0: <laughs> yeah, plugins. It's not quite AI, but still no, automation. but still it's automation. Yeah. And smart automation often with, you know, things that other people have done. If you can get that even smarter so that like with one click, you can intelligently like duck audio. Like that's awesome. Like.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, I I agree with you there. And what you what we were talking about, of course, and you brought up the whole thing about optimization in the program or what you use, Fran in her video. If you look on YouTube, she made was a Fran, similar
0: Fran Blanche, yes, from um, um,
1: Fran Labs, Fran Labs, huh? yeah. Yeah. So uh, she made a similar kind of connection the way you did, where these AIs are more s- focusing on optimization in what people are looking for. when you think of YouTube and a video and it's choosing keyframes, what is the best thing that a human would be looking for and attracted to click on in those instances based off of their gathered data? So it's more yeah. focused on optimization rather than creating works of art exactly the way, I guess, you or I would. It's not right. unique. It's not built that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have plenty of videos on YouTube, and I try to do like the the inserting the timestamps and stuff for mm-hmm. chapters. Yep. But there are videos where YouTube is literally my assumption is taken co- common keywords or tags, looked in the transcript for my video to see when I start talking about that, and added them automatically. And those are some of my best performing videos where you YouTube slash Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the captions are automatic. So they're looking at the captions in the transcript. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, honestly, yeah. they're they're not great, but they're not bad either. They give you, they're at least giving YouTube the ability to find that spot in the video and be like, oh, this is what people are looking for. Because yeah. they're searching for it. Because they know what people want. Like, like when I talked about intent and search, it's like, if you are looking up uh, wood pellet grills, you're probably looking to buy one, and you're most likely to buy a wood pellet grill locally. So it's going to give you a bunch of links to Home Depot, to Lowe's, to Ace yeah. Hardware, anywhere that sells, according to these wood pellet grill websites, those those uh, products. But if you're looking for wood pellet grill uh, pulled pork, you're looking for recipes, You're not looking to buy pulled pork, and it knows the difference. Yeah.
1: No, exactly. And uh, one of the other things that I thought was interesting to pull it now back to music is the aspect that chat GPT, uh, yeah, GPT, yes. Um, You can ask it prompts to write certain things, but it really doesn't do a good job of it. Like when the video that I watched from Charles Cornell on YouTube where he was asking it to write jazz... um, It did an okay job, but he still said like, hey, at a certain point, it's a great writing tool for a human to get ideas. But at a certain point, you can take those ideas and then modify them to work better because it had suggestions for like, let's say a, you know, a two, five, one key of F. But what it shot back when you asked it something particular like a progression, it could not It didn't even give you in the key of F. If you ask general (laughs) questions, like a mid-level generic question of a song, it can kind of generate something, but it will have some errors. But when you address it and say, hey, um, that really wasn't in the key of F. Could you please redo that? Like a specific, you know, directly say, hey, you're wrong. Um, The AI confidently doubles down and... um, Yeah, it it will not accept that it's wrong. I thought that was pretty funny.
0: That's pretty wild. I don't. (laughs) Yeah, it's very scary.
1: It's very scary too, and I, I'm jumping off of that point because in another instance, Open AI, in the regards of medical profession, diagnosing a woman that had a, I guess, some issue with either her heart, and it was saying, oh, maybe it's connected with contraception pills, and then the doctor human asking the Open AI, so uh, what what kind of source do you claim for that? Like, where did you find that? That's interesting that you came to that conclusion, but everyone else would think it would be a pulmonary embolism kind of situation. So the AI, with names of doctors on the internet, generated a paper to support its claim, which did not exist. And then the doctor recognizing this, then had to ask it in a roundabout way, how did you come to that conclusion and that source? Can you give Mm -hmm. me anything else? And it had zero wavering and it believed what it had gotten for that doctor wasn't indeed correct and right and was not wrong and I was like that's kind of how I'm afraid I can't do that kind of scenario
0: yeah it's kind of like yeah. how Twitter created someone created for Twitter like down. A, a bot yeah. th- that people could talk to and it very quickly became a Nazi Yeah, because people it very became inten- violent people yes. were in- in intentionally feeding this information yeah, I and remember that's one that. thing is that uh, there's so much disinformation on the internet of my course. guess is that there, there would be a way to like be like you can only pull from medical journals for that kind of thing but people are also falsely claiming that these machines are like passing the uh bar exam that's not true that's disinformation (laughs) no No, we can't do that (laughs) i think it's like technically getting a passing a low passing grade on the like multiple choice but it hasn't come close in the written portion and that's kind of the bulk of what
1: um you know it's still pulling from a data subset like a collection it's not thinking on its own to kind of like without a if you were to disconnect them from that data point i don't think it probably could find its artificial ass so to speak
0: maybe you could use the the ai to fight a a traffic ticket but you're not it's not going to get it's not going to get somebody off on like fraud charges like corporate fraud or something like that i didn't want to go darker than that (laughs) yeah no please don't I really didn't. No, I, like there. So there are obviously limitations, and some of these limitations are obviously going to go away eventually. This thing is going to learn how to draw hands eventually. Eventually, eventually but um, I, I, I do, I do think that uh, if you're using, I, I, I should say, I think. And hope that most of the people are using chat or these AIs to like make art are doing it for personal use and not commercial use. Though so I do yes. know there's been an AI generated magazine cover. I know that uh, Kanye, sorry Yi, is uh, using an AI generated image, which I suspect he's using just because it looks so fucking weird. It's like, yeah, it's one of those likely. where like the, the eyes and the mouths are all bad. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I, my guess is he's using it because it's intentional, intentionally using it because it's bad. Um, yeah. which seems very Kanye. Controversial.
1: It's a hot topic right now. So yeah, yeah it, it it is. to be in the, the spotlight. Yeah. You'll, he would use that.
0: And there are some little basic graphic design things. I bet eventually it could, you know, do infographics decently. If you feed it the data, I bet it in like a style, I, I bet it could do that eventually, and that's more stuff that's like that's that's like graphic designer's bread and butter i don't I don't love the idea of using computer generated art uh, in the place where you actually would fully be paying a real artist who's trying to make a living
1: there there still is the limitations on that, and of course I guess the reason why I feel safe is that when you're doing these prompts and you're telling it to create graphical content, now go ask it to make text changes go ask it to make design changes like more than one like it's going to change the entire layout every time it's not going to generate the same thing so even if you feed it you know the same image and say hey i need you to change this copy it needs to do this and that the way your client would do ai isn't going to do that right now so i don't think
0: yeah, unless it's giving you illustrator files. Yes. And then you still need a graphic that. designer or someone you who knows lead. illustrator to make those changes. That's that's a great point. It's like I I think we need to acknowledge that there are probably going to be limitations for a very long time. Yes. Um maybe not as long as you and I think. But I don't <laughs> think it's ever going to confidently Uh, replace art because so much of art and this sounds wishy-washy I'm sure so much of art is um, about emotion and feeling and I just don't think that you can generate that kind of thing in a very clever like my favorite songs have such like clever lyrics and I don't think that uh, I don't think AI is ever going to generate lyrical Mm, content like Phoebe Bridgers can.
1: No, we're going to get a lot of passable work. And yes, that would mean that people who do write the content should obviously stand out more. Um, But yeah, passable works eventually are going to get very, I think, Mm -hmm. noticeable of the difference between the two in that regard.
0: Because maybe it can write lyrics, but is it going to be able to write lyrics that go with a melody? I don't think so. Like, I, I can't really imagine that maybe it'll, maybe it can do one or the other. But to do both is so complex to make it work, to make the phrasing work, to make the emphasis on certain words and certain parts of words function to uh, the idea that that's automatable. I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I really hope I'm right, but like. I don't think I'm wrong either. Like No,
1: like when I looked at Jasper, when we asked it to make a song, even though it kind of wasn't designed to do that, um, just seeing that, yeah, it, when we were reading each line and I was like, yeah, there's no pattern. It's not d- in the chorus. There's no pattern. It was just literally a paragraph. And I was like, yeah, this does not work in any kind of like element yeah. of songwriting.
0: No, again, like I really think that if you take down like the most um, essential parts of the song I think it could probably eventually create like unique beats and I think it's going to be kind of on the level of stock beats in like Logic. I... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's never. It's not going to replace a drummer who has feel, who knows nope. when to like know what knows what words to emphasize to like create like an, an, an emotive rea- like an emotional reaction in somebody. Yeah. you can't. We said this before. Like people talk about like industry plants, mm-hmm. and it, it goes back to the you cannot force a connection with people. You cannot no. fake. Having, like, connecting with people. That's just something that happens, and it's in, like, you can't just explain why it happens. Can you write a chord change because you know it's going to manipulate someone into getting goosebumps? Absolutely. But people do that now, like, all the time, and nobody complains. Like
1: No, and again... Jumping off of what you said, um, in regards to AI and its use, I think when it's research or enhancing something that we've almost lost, like you think old footage, like they took some of uh, Adobe AI audio, like they basically took old footage from like the fifties of some of the first recordings of Kermit the Frog. Um, And of course... When they had the original version that played and they showed them side by side, um, the original version was so degraded you could barely hear Kermit. But in the version of which the Adobe AI software, which is new and it just came out, um, to use obviously amongst Adobe creators, um, it was able to replicate some of his voice, but the uniqueness and nuances of the human voice it turns some of Kermit's articulation into more of a lisp as yeah. opposed to the way that you know he typically would speak. So again, it's not there yet. But if you're creating something unique and cutting edge, uh, the AI is going to fall short of that. Like what mm. I do, AI can't do what I do. So yeah. I mean, I don't feel threatened by AI. I mean, by the time that it is able to do it, I mean... I'm oh, probably problem. not going to be doing this <laughs> anymore. I hope
0: by the time like it can be automated completely. I hope that we are old, decrypted, <laughs> and in my I hope, day. <laughs> I hope there's a universal basic income because everybody's yeah. job's going to be automated by that point. Like, yeah, I, oh, I feel yeah. sorry
1: for the kids coming in though. <laughs> so, oh,
0: well, I feel I feel bad for yeah. kids for for a lot a lot a yeah, lot of reasons. reasons. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, like the pandemic just screwed your. <laughs> youth i'm so sorry that would have been yeah. so like, that's that's tragic to me to think about like kids going at like high school and college and like their this is their world is yeah, yeah. It's, it's stressful to think about um i just feel very lucky and i hate to say it like that but i'm glad yeah. that i was literally 30 <laughs> When that happened, because if I had lost like my 20s, I would have felt like really, bad. Oh, really upset yeah. about it. But, um, you know, I still feel really It's it's been tragic for everybody. To I think it has mad.
1: been for all of us. I think we have kind of like a post-traumatic yeah. response it, to that anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're still it, trying to socially figure out how to connect with people like face to face still. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's
0: obvious a lot of people are very out, have been very out of practice. Mm hmm with it which is yeah
1: I have a few friends that are and they're kind of having a hard time navigating that kind of Mm -hmm. which in a way if you think about AI they're kind of trying to do the same thing (laughs) as navigating how to interact with us as humans and you know given the past (laughs) history
0: (laughs) it's hard man it is it's like uh let's take a second to to say uh if you are watching or listening to this Thank you so much. Please like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Please subscribe on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you're listening to this Apple podcast. I think is what it's called. That just showed my age a little bit. Um,
1: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, man.
0: Just a little bit. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com getoffset get uh, offset. If you donate at the $5 level or above, you get access to our exclusive discord server, which is a very fun and exciting yeah, place.
1: I love the discord.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, we have merchant get offset podcast.com shop. Uh, big thanks to the people who bought merch this week. Yay. Love Thank Hope you so like much. It. Hope you like it. Um, yeah. Trying to think if there's anything else that I miss, probably reviewing us on Apple podcasts is hugely helpful. Um, and tell your favorite brands about us. Yeah. And If you're a brand and you want to sponsor a podcast, we can make spots. We can do it. It's a possible possibility. Um, yeah. But as far as the AI socializing with us, it's it's in, it is so it's, it's it's interesting to me that you said that the the chat gpt or whatever really fought yeah. back it's like key changes yeah. and stuff and really mm-hmm. defensive position because in previous instances where they've tried to like make someone something with a personality it's very easily influenced by whatever the inputs are and that just being people people talking to them yep. so that is um that that's interesting to me because like the, the chat ai thing on twitter really showed to me how easy it is for people to become like radicalized yeah on the internet um and it happened within 24 hours for the the most famous one of these instances like yep, one of the first i remember ones.
1: that it was, it was 24
0: hours before it was a <laughs> full-blown nazi so that's like that, uh, that's off that's a lot of topic but i do want people to keep in mind just how easy it is to like Go completely askew if all you're getting is people tweeting. It's yeah, and feeding every it. every if study that's its shows, database. Yeah, yeah. The, every every study shows that extremely uh, right wing talking points are amplified more on social. Like it spreads a lot more. And they had. Yeah, they
1: had a similar kind of uh, after that happened or right about the same time they did a study and test of the difference between cultures and this chat bot Mm -hmm. in which they showed America. And then they showed China in the difference of the chatbot was more positive and happy and socially like responsive in good ways. Whereas when they showed like the American version of how with the whole social interaction, everything, um, the chatbot became very violent, very radicalized and very negative as the two different, you know, polarizing views of whatever you feed it is what it becomes
0: yeah i don't like that
1: nope don't like that
0: <laughs> don't don't like that uh, that's a little dark that's dark yeah that's it's like true. a black
1: mirror episode right there
0: yeah it's that, that's pretty dark but um not so much we can do with it all the time uh i, I mean that's just yeah that's dark uh <laughs> oh thank you rick
1: replacement thank you rick (laughs) pushed
0: out for another (laughs) koozie Mm. yeah i'm 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 curious to see what the ai comes up with um, in terms of music i i suspect that it will have a decent enough time uh churning out things that are maybe a little bit less uh in-depth lyrically and melodically and that's not even to say pop music, because I just don't think that's the case. I think, like, extremely dance tracks, kind of, like, filler. Repetitive middle kind of beats, Middle-of-the-road yeah. dance tracks where... DM trance, yeah, yeah. If there's lyrical, lyrical content at all, it would be, like...
1: Film like, scores, yeah. And dance
0: and party. And, like, if there's lyrical content, it would be about, like, partying and shit like that. Um, And maybe not so, like, lyrically in-depth. But I, I think it could do an okay job had that, but it would just be like filler. And I think that it would kind of remind me of, there are Spotify playlists, or there, there are a lot of Spotify artists that are just that it don't really exist. Hmm. Um, that's something I read about a while ago, but essentially it's kind of like the same group of artists and they create different artists' profiles and they create music that's specifically for like studying and specific, yep, like specifically like lofi,
1: creating. yep for studying yep
0: yeah so they just create this type of music they like do some sorts of promotion or seo or something to get a lot of plays and it's almost all of it is exclusively background music mm-hmm. and they just created it they're, they're not real artists like you can't see, see these people on tour or live so that's that's it kind of feels in that vein to me but still, that's a human being behind a computer creating yeah. music. And if they could automate some parts of that, they're probably going to turn out a lot more of that Content. stuff that gets them yeah. Yeah, paid. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm really going to be interested um, to see how this all evolves in the collective art community in regards to the lawsuits that kind of have come about in the past week, a group of artists uh, is basically taking on the AI generators, uh, mid journeys, you know, stability AI limited and deviant art in what is probably the first of its kind with copyright infringement. Um, It's a class action.
0: Deviant art, you said? Deviant art
1: is in this as well.
0: Wow. They're getting sued?
1: Yep. Because they supplied the imagery and the image database of the artists. Huh? Um, oh. so basically to, they used these copyrighted images to train the AIs. So you no. think DeviantArt is a huge creative artistic database that it was pulling arts, you know, uh, artworks from people who are pretty much copyrighted material. So, um, Sarah Anderson, which is also an author of webcomets, Sarah Scribbles, which I love. Um, Cryptid Club, she also does. Along with a few other artists, um, they're basically doing the uh, class action that claims that they were downloaded and used a billion times for copyright images without containing and obtaining the consent of compensating any of the artists. So this is the first kind of of its kind of trying to basically have a legal court kind of case. So I'd be interested to see how this goes. And in my understanding of what's going on with Sarah uh, Anderson or Sarah Scribbles is throughout the years, she kind of talked about how she always had people that were trying to replicate her style of Mm -hmm. comics, and they never really quite got the mark. But as of this past year in developments, it was the font That they had, it seemed to accurately replicate and people started to make memes with this font, which then made it, you couldn't tell whether she actually drew this comic or not. So it then became completely, oh, did you draw this? She was like, no, I didn't draw this, but it started to become a huge, yeah, like that's, so I understand and I actually do, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this should go to court and we should start to put a legal framework around this creative AI and kind of either a marketplace or publishing or something that protects the artists in a way that, yes, if it's used for research, fine. But once it's tried to be used for profits,
0: commercial, commercial commercial, yeah,
1: somebody's got to pay like all these businesses and capitalism because that who is the real like villain here is capitalism i don't i don't blame the ai itself i blame who told it to create these databases or go in and basically do this so there's still a human like you know villain of this story and i think they need to be held accountable
0: yeah, and as far as copyright goes, like there are ins- instances of fair use, and education is one of them. Yes, but educating an AI to uh, essentially copy copyrighted things—that that seems they like can't. a big legal gate gray area. And I don't particularly think that should be like legal.
1: No, as it stands right now, uh, AI cannot copyright anything it creates humans as it's written in law humans are the only ones that pretty much can copyright so as long as that stands as long as there isn't
0: and it's instantaneous upon the creation of the work
1: yeah because there was also a battle with the whole thing with Peta and the monkey that took a photo of himself to try to like you know say that the monkey was the creator and copyright and everything but no it's still very much unless it gets altered because of this whole development situation of AI, it is still very much humans are the ones that are eligible to get yeah. copyright and not the AI. They've already had people that submitted AI stuff, like a comic book, that was written using AI. And at first, that was the only instance in which they got a copyright, but then they went back and they then withdrew that copyright. Once they discovered, hey, wait, you mean you did AI to do that? We weren't paying attention the first time, but we had a little bit more time to think about that. And yeah, yeah no, the that's that's no, you're not no.
0: <laughs> that's going to affect the ability to profit severely. Affect the ability to profit off of anything AI generated. Yes, I like, can. Can you really even like?
1: It can be used as a tool, I think, but I don't think yeah. you should be able to profit off of it um, in the way in which that becomes the powerhouse of mm-hmm. your whole business. Like,
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is again one of the reasons that you're going to see in a lot of contracts for creatives mm-hmm. from from the client. It's good. It's going to come from the client. The client it is smart is. that you cannot use AI generated anything out um, as it is potentially period Um, because if you're paying an agency five grand a month, you don't want them spending 300 bucks on chat GPT.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like 10 bucks for the pull up. Yeah.
0: And then (laughs) spending 10 hours, like fixing, fixing it and making all the errors. Yeah.
1: Like I'll jump off of that. Like when the times of, I would get from a client, like a flat image, which I wish they were better about keeping their vector logos, whoever is out there, please, if somebody makes a high level, like high res graphic of your company and brand, please ask for the vector, you know, um, files, keep them. Because when I get sent something that is a flat JPEG, and I'm having to like, redraw them. That's more of expense to you. It's more of my time that's lost. So I'll sometimes use, uh, you know, Adobe illustrators live trace to save myself time. But I still, after it does that trace and it's passable, I have to now spend time cleaning up all of its errors. And I have done that for like some of the stuff that I've done for some of the pedal art. I would have it trace it Uh, And then I would spend all of my time and it's like an intricate, like the mall, like the amount of time I had to spend in correcting all of the like incorrect and like messes of jumbles of like drawing sectors that it did. I spent a lot of time cleaning that up, but it saved me time, but it also
0: didn't (laughs) so yeah yeah that stuff's all it's a lot more complicated than anybody thinks it's it's akin to like replicating a guitar solo note for note in a song because you don't have the stems but uh, yeah yeah that's that's like that's like less of a thing that people do like oh i like the someone sends you a track like i really like the guitar in this but can you run it through some different effects like not if you don't have a di signal um so that's that kind of thing um Yeah, I don't have a lot more to say about the AI, do you?
1: Um, I mean, as far as, I guess, my stance on it, I would say, I guess, in conclusion, I can talk about that. In conclusion, um, I originally was on the fence and more leaning to opposition, but as the weeks and, I guess, months since I think this kind of started to really get into a hot debate around October and we're now, you know, end of... We were like looking at February or in February. Um, I think my position has changed because I started to not only hear all the conversations that were going on, um, but also started to look around in my own life as a graphics professional and also as someone that works in media and with music and video and editing and all these different things that I do even with animation. And I see how in tandem, I already work with AI, but all of this AI still needs me. And most of my job is fighting the computer to do what I myself creatively and uniquely can kind of dream up of the Mm -hmm. things that I want to do. Most of the time I'm wrestling with programs to get them to do the things I need them to do or envision I want them to do. So it's not there yet. I don't think they're coming for our jobs, but I do think, um, in my approach the past week, I kind of thought of a phrase of, was it, um, what was it? Uh, Don't get mad, get better. So I am not going to be upset by some of the things that it can do now. I'm now going to find unique ways or ways to do what I do that it cannot Mm -hmm. replace me. I'm just going to work harder.
0: (laughs) Totally. And I think that uh, as more. ai as I, ai improves and gets put into more like audio plugins and video plugins you're not going to see recording engineers bitching about how the plug the ai is making it easier to edit songs i, <laughs> I don't i simply don't think you're going to no. see it it's going to just make them faster efficient. it's going to yeah. make it more efficient they could do more, more music. work that way and so not that it, we and need yeah, more again,
1: saturation yeah
0: <laughs> uh, uh, You know, I just think that if, like, like you said, and just to, Hmm. if if you're afraid of the AI taking your job, I think you need to look at it more as how can this tool work for me? Yes. And what are its limitations? So you Mm -hmm. can uh, benefit from those limitations. Like, hey, if you, oh, you want an AI generated content? Well, let me explain to you what those limitations are and how I can take what you want with that and make it actually something that's palatable like if you are a writer or an editor and you're afraid that the ai is going to take away your writing work point out the limitations like hey it doesn't really understand it kind of understands sentence structure you have to do a lot of fact checking you have to do a lot of rewriting you need an actual human to go in there and actually get into depth on certain topics if you want the content to be valuable cohesive all. and
1: concise yeah
0: yeah and so I think that you need to, we we as a people creatives need to figure out how we can make the most of the limitations in the technology and how we can use the good parts of the technology to speed up or streamline our processes yep. so we can do more of what we actually want to do. Nobody wants to sit with an audio file that's a little noisy no. and find just the right like way to de- denoise it. Nobody yes. wants to fiddle with the, no. the, the graphic EQ to find that high whine and drop like that. If yeah. that can be done automatically, oh my God. We, let's just do it automatically. And if it's intelligently yeah. done by the AI, I, yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that stuff.
1: No, I mean, yeah. if it could literally take care of all the things that I hate doing when music production and post. Oh my God, I'd be more focused on creating the actual, I would be creating in pre and happy and whatever I have to do in post is just kind of putting it out rather than wrestling with all like the cuts and the boosts and the things of the EQ to get out any kind of unwanted noise that I wanted to filter out. So yeah, the last time that I'm staring at a computer screen would be like, Oh my God, that would be like a dream come true.
0: And I just think in general, the AI is to a point where, um, how can I say this people were worried that machines would take away the need to have any farmhands ever like harvesting there are harvesters and some of them work really really well you know what they can't harvest very well with machines like apples tomatoes fragile things like you want to harvest the the wheat yeah easy get a harvester corn You can, corn's pretty sturdy. Corn's pretty sturdy. Tomatoes, you will have, like, you will have, yeah, (laughs) you you need, there there are things that you still need human beings to pick, and they get really, and they're really more efficient than a machine could possibly be. Um, I I just think it's going to be a little bit like that. Yes, there are going to be, like, people aren't going to go into a field with a scythe to harvest their wheat anymore, but they're still going to need a person to pick the apples in the orchard so maybe get better at picking apples <laughs> well that's really all i got um we don't have a ton of time for for what's new so i'm fine to save that if you are <laughs> yeah
1: that's fine i could always yeah. save it for the next week
0: yeah for sure um but to everybody out there um I guess I should say, I do have demos of the Gold Foil Jazz Master from Fender. Uh, Thank you to Fender for sending me that. And the Bread Oath Overdrive from uh, Ground Control Audio. I've released those demos last week. It's so good, the pigeon. (laughs) I have uh, at least one more demo coming this week. It should be a pretty big one. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. that. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, check us out at patreon.com slash get offset. We have merch at podcastcom slash shop. chats if
1: you're in the live premiere, we appreciate you. It helps. And it's our way of telling us that you like what we do. And we appreciate that and appreciate yeah. you for watching. So thank and there you. Might,
0: there might also be a tip, leave a tip thing under. I feel like I see that on some videos, but mm. I don't really know. I've never, I've never actually seen money come in that way. <laughs> what, the, what What? the hell do I know? Uh, I'm, hello? Not, I'm not monetized, so
1: I have no yeah. idea. <laughs>
0: hello to our new subscribers. Uh, love y'all, everybody out there. Thank you. Stay yeah. safe. Thanks for watching slash listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily.
1: I'm Joan of Heart. Goodbye. Be seeing you.